And the show started. Hey yo. Hey yo. We're here with uh, V Dog, aka the Oracle. Yep. Yep. That's what they're calling me. That's what. And I never call myself that. I want that noted first. It's yeah. just what other people have given me. Uh, yeah. As a name, I'm actually a co-oracle. Shout out a uh, friend of the show, Jay Cali. Yes, he brought me through his oracle training camp, and now, well, you know, I'm an oracle as well. Yeah, and it, and it kind of makes sense because you were on a while ago talking about uh, COVID stuff and ways to heal it, and uh, but wasn't it wasn't the ways the media was talking about, right? No, so it was, it was more traditional um, oracle methods, yeah. really. You know, you come to the top of the mountain, you say, how do you cure COVID? They say, smoke cigarettes and, and Sour Patch Kids. Yes. And that ended up being true. Um, yeah. The oracle's never had COVID. So That's a good point. tell me who's right. That's a good point. Oracle never had COVID. So uh, that was one thing. So obviously you were right about all that different stuff. But there was also, uh, you helped me in going to Las Vegas this past weekend. Uh, so I wanted to go through that and just kind of uh, and give a brief explanation. We had eight of us go to Las Vegas. We were there for two full days. You and me were basically there three full days. Yeah, I'll count it as three. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we left at 9 p.m. or 7 p.m. on the third day. Uh, so we get there on one day like super early we had a flight what time was your flight the first day mine left at 6 10 a.m oh my god so yeah. not happy about that that was not not ideal went to bed woke up at like 3 45 or something like yeah. that it was it was horrible yeah and then uh, we get in and right away have to get to a rental car place which takes forever uh, not sure. Shout out Enterprise. Shout out Enterprise. Not sure what took so long. It still wasn't clear ever what, what was taking long. Because uh, there was... No, we got our car right away. Just they didn't give us the keys. Which you think that getting the car would be the hard part. Yeah, you would think so. Apparently not. Just the keys. Very tough to find keys. Yeah. And we had like a 15-person passenger van because we needed enough room for like eight people and golf clubs. So uh, we get in there. We go to Wolf Creek. Uh, some people call it uh, Coyote Crick, but I yes, yeah, the locals call it that. Yeah. So we go to Wolf Creek. It has been featured in the game. Anybody that plays any of the golf video games will know it from Tiger Woods video games. Uh, 
you can see what I don't I don't know of them playing any like actual professional major tournaments there because you really couldn't have spectators. It would almost it would be impossible. Yes, that would be impossible. Uh, explain the course a little bit, Vaughn, for people that don't. Well, and also another problem is they walk. Those oh yeah, ones. yeah. Good so point. good luck walking that. Yeah, uh, not really possible. It uh, is, but no, it's just yeah. it's kind of like uh like I mean it's just grass in the middle of a desert. Like it, you can tell, it's definitely. You know, put there. It's not naturally grown like that. Uh, but it's like you're playing golf in the middle of the Badlands. You know, it's just tons of mountains, tons of elevation change, um, lots of wind, turns out. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, and it, it was definitely the coolest course I've ever played. And I, I think the hardest. I don't know. Those yeah. greens were having their way with me, if you know what I mean. It's It was hard in a different... There's so many different ways golf can be hard. I mean, for a guy like me, it's pretty easy. Uh, but yeah, well, for yeah. most people, but I mean, yeah, golf can be hard because of, you know, you have to get it to this distance and it's going to be really hard to get it there. Sometimes it's hard. I have a really hard time when it's tall trees and like if my drive's a little bit off, now I'm hitting behind some tree every time and I'm screwed. This one was fairly open. There's almost, I, I don't know if there was a tree. I don't <laughs> think there's a single tree. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, but it's crazy mountains and stuff, but literally impossible to, it, it would not be physically possible, I think, to walk this course. I mean, the the golf carts are ch- doing their damnedest to not flip over backwards as they're going up these hills. Yes, and you were basically yeah, walking would be horrible. Slamming on the on the brakes of the golf cart the entire time you're going down with a bunch of speed bumps. Uh, basically, anytime you left the tee box, you had to carry your beer because it would just spill all over if you didn't. Cool course, uh, expensive course, but worth doing. You know, on occasion, it's uh. Yes. If you're a golfer, it's an hour and a half outside of Las Vegas. So you have to rent a car basically, but uh, definitely worth it. Yeah, that was definitely the best course I played. That was sweet. But yeah, so very tough. Very tough. Then we go to Fremont Street, which is old Las Vegas that's been renovated and stuff. And this is kind of where the Oracle thing started. Is that right? Well, yes. Yeah. To put it. To put it lightly, yes. Um, Fremont Street got down and dirty at the Golden Nugget. Yeah. Everyone knows that. That's the first stop the Oracle needs to head. And, you know, it started with, you know, if anyone's familiar with craps, it, it always starts with craps. Yeah. Because people are rolling, and guess what? The Oracle knows it's going to be the field. The Oracle knows it's going to be six. The Oracle knows when to pull his money out. Yeah. Sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> yeah, ideally. But, yeah, so it started there. Um, and I really just continued the whole, the whole time. Uh, you know, it got to the point where, you know, my hands were so powerful when touching the dice on, on the crafts table mm-hmm. that I had to wash them and then I wasn't allowed to touch anything but the dice. So yeah. I walked around with my hands, my palms facing towards the sky where the Oracle gets all of his answers from the moon, obviously. Yeah. And, you know, harnessing the, the moon power and then, you know, whenever it was my turn to roll, then I rolled. And it, yeah, you could say, I did great. You can say I rolled perfectly. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, it, it's really just that simple. You know, it's a burden to be the Oracle um, and to be able to see the future and to know everything that's going to happen. But, you know, it's a, that's the burden that I take on. That's what I do for my friends and for the people around me. I know. And, and I think everybody really appreciated that. I, uh, in, just to give an example of like somebody who's not an Oracle or T Wayne, one of the guys that was there, T Wayne, who's been on the show. It was his first time ever throwing dice, right? He didn't have the vision. So he rolls 
you know, it's a seven had happened. It's cleared off. He rolls a dice and gets like a six or an eight or whatever it was. And then next roll, back to seven, board's cleared off. You know. And but, that's just something that I would never do. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And so we actually have a picture of the Oracle that we post on the Chubstep uh, Instagram for people just to kind of see the power, the power and might. Uh, but yeah, it, it comes out in different. I know you don't always have complete control over it, but you sometimes when you do, you can you can change the game because you were not only doing this on regular table craps, you're doing this on the bubble craps, kind of the virtual one with an actual dice in the middle that bounces around where the girl says, push the button. Yeah, push the button. Uh, well, that one, I had more of an emotional connection to the dice inside of the bubble. Yes. Um, and so they were whispering sweet nothings in my ear telling me, it's going to be the field. And so I would put money on the field. And yeah. let's just say, you know, me and the dice goes so far back, you know, we're so close, so intimate that they just would never lie to me. Uh, and, you know, we're not always talking. You know, it's like one of your, your good buddies who lives in another city. You know, you don't need to talk every day, every month, you know, maybe even every year. But whenever you see them, it's like you never left. You, yes. know, you still have that connection with them. And that's yeah. that's me and the dice inside of that bubble. Yeah. Um, you know, I hadn't seen them in, in you know, last one was in Vegas two years ago, three years ago, right before COVID. Yeah. Uh, but they remembered me, you know. And they, I think I just had a lasting impression on them. And so, you know, when they saw that I was back in town, they were so happy. You know, yes. they were whispering all the stuff in my ear, telling me, you know, what's going to happen next, you know. So, I, I guess I just want to say thank you to those guys. You know, they're they're good guys. They're really good guys. Yeah. I, okay, so then after that, so we, we the go Fremont Street the first day. Second day, we wanted to go to a pool type thing, just kind of hang out at a pool. But it was not... It was not in. It was in the seventies, not in the eighties. So pool was not yep. going to happen. Pulls out. Pulls out. We go to. Uh, we kind of do the start doing the loop of the strip. You know, starting at. We actually start. Okay, so I think it's some sort of promenade. I can't remember what the toll name is, but it's right between the flamingo and the link. Uh, and there's a bunch of food there. We got the Gordon Ramsay's fish and chips. Great stuff. Uh, then there's very good stuff. If you're there's a Vegas tip. Uh, if you want very cheap drinks, other than obviously the cheapest drink, you're betting on a, you're gambling and they just give you the drinks for free. Um, that's the cheapest way to do it. But second cheapest. Well, the Oracle you, always drinks free. Oracle always drinks free, but for, for normies out there. Oh, then you're screwed. Then you're screwed. But there is that sushi. What is it? Jabberito? Is that what it's Jabberito, called? Jabberito, maybe. Yeah. Jabberito at the promenade, uh, kind of near the big Ferris wheel in Las Vegas. Um, you can get a, like a sake bomb and a PBR and what's the total for that? It's not very expensive. Uh, the sake bomb, $6, PBR, $3. So you can walk out with a sake bomb, which is, you know, basically just, it's a half beer and yeah. a sake. Um, and another beer for like nine bucks and you're absolutely chilling. Yeah. And you're start off chilling. the day. I recommend start off the day with 10 sake bombs. Yes. So that would be like recommended amount. So that's the Las Vegas tip number one right there. Uh, okay, so we went there, then we went north through all the different casinos, up to the Wynn, went over back west to Treasure Island. Here's a, uh, here's a tip for you. Uh, if you see a blackjack table with one hand, avoid that table. Like a one-hand blackjack. Are you talking about a one blackjack deck, one deck. with one Sorry, hand? One deck. A, a dealer with one hand. <laughs> also good... be on the lookout for that. Yeah, if you do see the one-hand dealer... It, could it could it work? Yes, I think it might slow down the game. So maybe if you're looking to uh, save some money, the shuffling took an hour. <laughs> yeah, 
<laughs> but but one deck is also what I meant, not one hand. Uh, one deck blackjack might sound like a good idea. might sound like you know how to figure out the cards, but they just reshuffle it every time. And it takes better. You just, you just, basically, it's just like, give me 100, you know, give me 52 of your car, of your $100 bills right now. That's basically what it's doing. Yeah. I mean, you could, you could sit there and play the game, or you could skip the middleman, take the money that you're going to put in and throw it in the trash or burn it. Yeah. And you're going to get the same outcome. Yeah. Uh, that's a terrible one. Another terrible one is the horse racing game. If anybody's ever seen that at any of the casinos, don't even do it. Don't even, it is literally, in my mind, what goes on is it literally picks what ones are people putting money on. Make sure those all finish last. It's, yes. It literally like. And there's like different odds for the horses. Yes. Like why, why are there odds? And, and the horse, your horse is all of a sudden winning and then it'll literally just stop. And then some other horse will pass it. Like it doesn't just. Yeah, that <laughs> it's the worst. If you just want to lose some money quick, uh, that's that's the easiest way to do it, maybe. Just the stupid horse betting. It's so dumb. Like horse betting in general is hard enough, but at least those are real horses with, you know, some things going on. This is just some electronic bullshit. <laughs> it's not even really trying. It's not even trying. Uh, so we go to all these things. We go back, uh, back to the Airbnb. That's an, a Las Vegas tip. I would say if you are. Going in a large group, I don't think you need to do a hotel room. Uh, I think you're. I think it's better to do the Airbnb with a, like a larger group. If it's like two to six people, you can do a hotel room. I think if you go over that amount, I think it's a bad idea to go with a hotel room. What are your thoughts? Well, I'm not going to hate on it. I enjoyed where we stayed. I'm I'm always a fan of the hotels purely based off like location. Yeah. Um, but I have, I, I, mean, I had no problem with what we did. I, I thought it was very fun. Yeah. Um, I definitely get your reasoning behind it with like, then everyone's split up into different rooms and stuff. Yeah. Um, so definitely get that. But also, you're not spending too much time in, say, hotel or Airbnb. Yeah. It's more just a, it's more of a jumping off. It's a, yeah, it's a vessel. So, it, but yeah, yes. I would agree. I would agree. But still, still agree with you as well. We can, let's just keep agreeing with each other. Yes. Everything that, Everything that I say, agree with. Even if it's opposing say, to what I'm agree. saying, we'll agree with each other. Yeah, I agree with yes. that. And I would like to say I, that... I agree with that as well. Yes, save the money on the hotel room unless you're planning on just spending a bunch of time there. But there's so many things to do that you don't need to be spending a lot of time in your hotel room. I guess maybe if you had one of those super fancy hotel rooms, if you want to spend a lot of money, this is a different story for you. Which I agree with. Yeah, <laughs> and then you get some penthouse hotel room, then we're not talking the same trip here. So, um, uh, here's the deal. Food. No, no, I, I like them both, though. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I'm fine with it. Um, I agree with you. I agree with everything you say, Oracle. Uh, we go food. We got food. Uh, Bobby Flay's Amalfi in Caesar's Palace. Recommend. Recommend. The Oracle eats there, everyone. Yeah. If the Oracle eats everybody could eat there, and everybody should eat there, uh, Bobby does not disappoint in this Italian recreation of the Amalfi Coast featuring Italian cuisines. I, I was trying to think of a tagline for it, but oh, mama mia. Uh, it's basically... That was it. Th there's a, it's, it's Italian food. It's kind of light Italian food for the most part with a lot of fish influences and things. It's the first time I've gone to the uh, 
to the they had a bunch of fish, like a fishmonger guy that had a bunch of uh, blue tubs of fish. Hey, they weren't really tubs. They're actually like in a nice that sounds tile. Strange. Yeah, this sounds bad. It was like nice blue tile displays of fish. And I got a tie snapper. Me and a guy split the tie snapper. They filleted up with some uh, lemon and capers, kind of classic sauce. Uh, some of the best fish I've ever had in my life. Uh, a lot of the appetizers there. We got like mussels, uh, some tuna tartare, all the, all the good stuff. The oct- charred octopus, all the stuff. I think there was a lot of things that people are maybe not. Also yeah, phenomenal. Uh, a lot of stuff people have not tried, and it was a little family style. Yeah, did the bill end up being crazy expensive? Yeah. Was Yeah, sure. What Was like $500 of the bill the wine that was bought? Yes. Yes. 100%. <laughs> yeah. Are, am I upset about any of that? No. No. no it was it was good wine. Um, it, what I will say, yeah. Again, I'm not the biggest fan of spending a lot of money on food in general. Like, cook most of the time. If I'm going to a restaurant, uh, you know, I'm not usually spending a lot of money. But if I'm going to spend a lot of money on food, I, I'm i glad it was phenomenal food. Yes. And, I mean, you know, it's your bachelor party. Yeah. You know, you're, you're going to choose a nice place. And, you know, you want the full experience. I'm not going to let, you know, the money's not going to be holding back on anything. You know, it's it's about the experience. And I think we had a phenomenal experience there. Yes, lots of lots of finger pointing, lots of you know, very, a lot of Italian gestures, a lot of yelling. Yes, a lot of gabagools. Yes, uh, it was everything that you would want. There was also the toast of the weekend was to you and yours. To you and yours. To you and yours is what we would say. Yours. That is a uh, that's from I think you should leave. If anyone watches that. Yeah, um, but it applies to everything, you know. It's, it really, a, it's a very good toast. That's what worked about it. Is it? it yeah, does it? It can, it's open for interpretation. I'll put it that way. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and you can apply it to any sort of toast in any situation. Yeah. You can say it. it really is a universal toast. Uh, not offensive. Um, not over the top. Not too long. Sometimes toast can be too long. So I think it's kind of the perfect toast for any situation. Uh, Feel free to use that to end my wedding speech, Vaughn. Uh, I will. That will <laughs> okay, be good. the closing closing remarks to you and yours. <laughs> that would be a perfect one uh, where every, the guys that were on this trip would, would love the reference. Or people listening to Chubstep would love the reference. And I think and I think my friends would as well. That's they a good will, point. They'll get a hoot out of it, so to speak. There we go. There we go. Uh, good stuff. So... Um, Alfie, we continue walking around. We go to uh, obviously the classic Bellagio yep. fountain scenario, right? Got a great video there. Was yeah, beautiful. that was a funny vid. Um, <clears throat> some good, a lot of uh, cigarettes being thrown around. Cigarettos, but they were they happen. They, happen. they were the good formula that they're good for you now. Good for <laughs> they're good for you now. Those are a bachelor party exclusive. Yeah. Um, yeah, win in Rome. Yeah. Uh, we go to the Cosmopolitan. This is a classic for those who not in Las Vegas. This is a classic uh, female spot to take pictures of near the chandelier. If anybody's ever seen that kind of purpley inside, uh, there was this drink. So I've I've been to Cosmopolitan maybe like five or six times, maybe, and this is the first time I'd ever heard of this drink. Uh, but one of the guys there, T Wayne, was very insistent on getting this 
drink. I think it's called eating the flower. I think that's the term that people use. <laughs> and it's nothing it's sexual. Like chasing the dragon. It's like chasing the dragon. It's very yeah. It's not sexual at all. Not drug related. You get this uh, drink, this kind of lemony tequila drink, and it comes with this little flower. And now I'm not gonna lie, the flower is a piece of shit. Like it looks like it. Like if you got uh, yeah. somebody a bouquet of this type of flower, they would be very disappointed. It's more of like a. A bud. It looks like a closed flower. Yeah, like a closed bud of a flower. Like the flower's not right. You know, could I don't maybe we didn't get the full bloom of a flower, right? That's yeah, possible. They, they may not know how to harvest that. They might know not know how to harvest that that crop, particularly. So we might have gotten screwed on that. But you get this drink, it's got a little floating bud of a flower in it. You chew on the flower, and how did that affect your oral your oracle vision? Well, really what it did is it, it opened up my fourth eye. You know, some people are only chasing a third eye. Yeah. But the Oracle already had that open. So this one kind of you know, tapped into a fourth eye, which I didn't know about. Yes. Um, and so right after that, I think I won every bet ever. Yes. So I would say that it helped. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Is winning, is winning a bet, is that good? Uh, I to, to most people that's a that's a win, yeah. That's a that's a good thing. Then yeah, then yeah, it, it helped that I guess. Yeah. If if that's you know what's considered good, and if that's a win, then yeah, I would say that it definitely helped. Okay. Because um, I couldn't lose after that. Perfect. And after that is also you know once the taste buds calmed down, it's when I had to wash the hands pure. Yes. You know I I think that's really when the fourth eye opened. I was told by the oracle gods, don't touch anything but the dice. Yeah, I I will I say. Yeah, you didn't. I will say that, uh, so I didn't finish what I was talking about with the flower. You eat the flower and then the taste, it tastes different. It changes your taste buds for a little bit. Uh, so the drink now tastes different than it did prior to you eating this flower. Um, it's kind of a unique experience that I've never, uh, had. So I would recommend that if you're going to stop there, get that flower. Yeah, it was very cool. Yeah. At the main bar there. Yeah. And then after that, we did go to New York, New York, and that's when you, got the this when you wash your hands clean became the oracle everything fell into place everything was perfect everything was perfect yeah big now, big roulette wins <laughs> big uh hail mary roulette wins to close out the night there yeah we want to shout out um red i also want to shout out black yes yeah now i was trying to put my money on blue and they were not allowing that in the roulette which i still don't get well yeah. we'll have to talk to the manager yeah i i they wouldn't let me talk to a manager either. And then since you couldn't put it on blue, you put it on something else, and you might have lost. But yeah. I think we should be able to get a refund on that because of the blue mix-up. Yeah. Uh, a few other... So then, yeah, we went back. The next day, everybody had left super early. Me and V-Dog, we are there until 7 p.m. the next day, just kind of the two of us. We walked around so much, uh, so tired after walking around a lot. <laughs> My- but- my legs are going to fall off. But can we say that probably was the best betting day we had? We probably won the most money that day. Like, I think every single time we bet, basically, we came out ahead. That is actually true. I yeah. did not lose a single dollar and yesterday. And what you so realize... Happy about that. A couple of things that make a big difference. Uh, the dealer makes a big difference. Like, we had, a like, a cool blackjack dealer. This guy's just chill. He was actually shit-talking Chicago a lot, but yep. it was in Finally. a cool way. Yeah. And, uh, but he was like a cool guy and like helping you out. Like if you had a question on things and like very lively, that makes a big difference on energy in the room. Cause there's a lot of people that are just like, they never talk anything. They're just looking down, 
you know, whatever it is, they're just kind of lame. It makes a huge difference to the group character of things. And uh, I think the original, I will say, Vaughn, a couple other side notes here. The first night, Fremont Street, uh, we went to the Griffin. That's one of my favorite bars. Classic kind of low-key spot to start off the night off Fremont Street. Then when we went to the Golden Nugget, the Oracle thing kind of evolved from there was a guy there that was throwing craps and... How many did, how many rolls did they say he threw? Like forty something rolls, right? Oh, dude, yeah. I mean, I, I've never seen anything like it. That guy was yeah. he was rolling for twenty twenty five minutes straight. Yeah, it, it was. No, I actually think I am not exaggerating. I think it was longer than that because I think we're planning on leaving at like one a.m. And then I'm like, oh, they're just like, all right, we just got to let this guy throw. And then he didn't stop. I, I think we ended up leaving there at like one fifty. So he stopped. He stopped, and then three other people threw. But their all throws lasted like two throws. So I think it might have been like 35, 40 minutes that this guy was. I mean, it was no everybody there is like I've never seen anything like this. Uh, I remember right before he started rolling, I was like, I turned to Mikey P, and I was like, Dude, I really need to go take a piss. Yeah. And then this guy started, and like, <laughs> you can't leave. It was yeah, that was brutal. But yeah, uh, couldn't have been happier though. That guy, that guy wasn't horrible. Yeah. That guy. Yeah. Jeez, you could see into the dice. Yeah, be good. And, uh, okay, so those are kind of the main things that stood out to me. One other thing me and Vaughn found interesting, also with uh, Chubstep Nick, found this out as well. We realized, like, we were the only people uh, that we saw around our age for the most part. There would be a few times you'd see guys around our age. I don't think we saw one other group of females that was our age the whole time Until we were there. Until the last day, like an hour before we left. Until like an hour before we left when, uh, yeah, then there was a group. But there was, and then when we went to Mandalay Bay earlier that day, there was that group for the, what was that called, Vaughn? What's that group called? Min, uh, Monet or? And that was at MGM. Monet. Um, and yes, it was. Oh, that was at MGM. Thank you. That was also, that was a good sight to see. But where were they earlier, you know? Yeah. That's what I was thinking. Agreed. Agreed. And so, and that MO, yeah, Monat or M, yeah. Say it more time, Amy. Monet, yeah. So the Monet, it's Monet, apparently a big MLM, you know, most of the marketing scheme where they're under lawsuits for having girls' hair fall out from using the products. So <clears throat> very, apparently pretty controversial, but we and Vaughn saw it. And I, right, what was my initial reaction when I saw this convention going on, Vaughn? Yeah, you were like, this This seems like it's going to be some sort of uh, basically positive scheme. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. And it is. Yeah, part of it was I could see the pyramid from the Luxor from when we were standing. So I'm like, I got a bad feeling about this. That helped. Yeah. That did help. So, uh, yeah, that was, but it was very interesting. Just like it was all just kind of older people at the casinos and all the different spots we were at. I mean, it was very few younger people there. And I'm not saying like old, old, but like definitely it seemed like the crowd was way more in their 40s and 50s than they were in their 20s and 30s. Yes, one hundred percent. Yeah, it was. Yeah. It was definitely, um, you know, Adult Swim out there. Yes, Adult Swim. Yeah. You know, you you remind me of my kids. Oh, you got kids, maniac? Nah, not anymore. What does that mean? Uh, okay, all right. We got a problem. I don't not know cool. what. What is he talking about with his kids? <laughs> Any other advice, Vaughn, for people? Um, I mean, what I would say is uh, it's always 
red until it's black yeah. under wet. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, so I'd, I, it just kind of it really has to do with the moon phases. Yeah. So kind of you know, pull out the the charts, check out you know waning gibbous, waxing gibbous, right? That that'll kind of steer you right. Yeah. Um, go on a weekend where there's more women. I recommend that. <laughs> um. Yeah, I mean, besides that, Vegas is never a bad time. It's you really can't go wrong in Vegas. Vegas is never a bad time, and it's also a, a good thing to have a wide variety of friends where you've got a few that are a little crazier and a few that aren't as crazy, right? I mean, you you have to have the balance of the thing, right? So we're talking like Tampa. You've got a good balance. I mean, like I would say both these trips we've done, you got to have the guys that are a little crazier and the guys that kind of pull them back because you have too much of one thing. The trip ends early. Or it's lame. This is true. So it, it's a yeah, yeah. You got to have that balance, otherwise someone's dying. Yeah, and you also have to have a good group of friends that has a good sense of humor and get along with each other, uh, because you're going to bring bring in people together from different friend groups and things like that potentially. So if you know people aren't going to mesh well, then probably reevaluate your friends. I was going to say, what are you going to do then? <laughs> yeah, probably just reevaluate if it's somebody you should be bringing or not. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, anyway, good trip, uh, with the boys. Uh, this is a little Las Vegas trip for this past weekend for my bachelor party. And, uh, it's, it's become one of those things where it's Las Vegas is probably the most stereotypical bachelor party spot. But I've been, you know, this is mine right here. This one we just did was like maybe my, it's over double digits, you know, maybe we're in like 11 or 12 bachelor parties I've been to, maybe 15. And because, it was such a stereotypical spot. I think for a while, I, this is my first time doing one for a bachelor party. So it worked out that a lot of people hadn't been there before. So, and I've been there a bunch of times. So I was able to kind of, you know, I, I knew some of the spots that worked and some didn't not a big club guy. We weren't doing the bottle service, except for if you count buying all those bottles of wine at Amalfi. Which some do not all, but some do much, much less attractive of a person coming to serve it though, than I think would be at a bottle service. So, Depends on depends on who you're asking. It's true. That's <laughs> a good point. Good point. Yeah, good point. Uh, but uh, want to thank you, V Dog, for being on the show. Uh, this has been yeah. Real quick. Yeah. What uh? What was your your favorite part? If you had to choose one. Uh, favorite part. Favorite of... moment. Favorite experience. Whatever it may be. Yeah. No, it's a good good question. Uh, it's tough because yeah, it was it was pretty. I mean, the first day I was up twenty four hours straight. Right. I mean, then the second day wasn't much different. Um, what was the most fun? The dinner was a lot of fun, I will say. Uh, golf was also a lot of fun. But I think sometimes just everybody around the table, at the craps table, you know, I think that's sometimes just a blast. I'm just kind of saying yeah. all the different things. Um, yeah, you just basically said everything that we did. Yeah. But I think just like kind of walk, it, it, the deal with, these sort of things is just you want to just be able to hang out with your friends. And so just being able to do something where everybody's kind of together is, uh, is great. I, I guess if I had to pick one, the dinner might've been my favorite is everybody's able to talk, hang out. We were able to sit for a while. It wasn't too loud. Food was great. Um, I think we were probably pretty loud, but I actually probably would have hated to be sitting around us. Yeah, There was I actually, that, but... I wasn't thinking about it at the time, but we were definitely very loud. 
Uh, oh no! I mean, yeah, that I would agree. That was my favorite part as well. I, I think that dinner was that's yeah. one of my favorite dinners I've had, food-wise, and just uh, it was fun getting all the wine, getting some really nice food, and and just like yeah, chatting up with everyone. And I feel like we were there for like two hours, not longer. It might have been like it, ten hours. It, it was a very long time we were there, but uh, different than my last bachelor party Tampa experience, where we were there like three hours and we weren't getting any food, and the food wasn't great, <laughs> so. Yes. That's why I made sure this sort of book, the uh, the restaurant that I'd been to that I knew about being great. And Bobby, you can't go wrong with Bobby, as anybody that knows me knows. Um, He's a good guy. Good guy. He's good people. So uh, we'll wrap it up there. Uh, email the ch- uh, show, chubstep.podcast at gmail.com. Uh, follow the Oracle uh, at yep. Oracle on Twitter. At Oracle. At Oracle. Um, they actually just built a new arena after me or it's not new, but Oracle arena. Um, go visit, go visit that, go buy a ticket. I think the, uh, Golden State Warriors play there, I think. Yes. Um, but yep. Yep. So go see a game. Uh, all those proceeds go to me. So thank you for your attendance. That's awesome. And buy Bitcoin. Oh, Bitcoin. Forgot about Bitcoin. Yeah. Let's plug, plug, plug that. Uh, you can now, they took it off Coinbase. I saw. They did take it off Coinbase. We were on there. If you hacked into Coinbase, then you could see it on there. Yeah. But yeah, they did remove it. I know I had originally plugged Bitcoin about three years ago um, when it had no value. Yeah. I'm proud to announce we're we're planning or we're thinking about eventually adding some value to Bitcoin. (laughs) Um, But either way, I mean, you got to get in on the ground level before we go public. So that's the thing. This is your time right now. And people can see the path like it's like it makes. OK, so like now, yeah, no value technically, but like in the future, maybe value. And so what is that's the path. one dollar of nothing now is worth exp- exponentially more money later on. Right. I mean, like, yes. And technically, you can buy with one dollar, you could buy an infinite amount of Bitcoin. That's and that's a good deal. Yeah. That's a really good deal. Now that I'm thinking about that, I didn't even like comprehend that. Yeah. Yeah. So, so basically buy that. Uh, you can buy that by Venmoing me at Vons Mullick. Yeah. Um, yeah. And yeah, then I'll definitely put in an order for you and send you Bitcoins. So do you, and then you just had to put how many Bitcoins you want on the Venmo request? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then you'll let them know if that's enough money or not. Yeah. And then, I mean, it's going to get regulated, but yeah. You know, it's got to go through, got to go through a lot of checks and balances, but, um, should, should be able to get each coin certified and and sent over to you. Cool. And you're still doing the certification thing for people? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, business is booming right now, especially (laughs) with COVID on the downfall. Everyone's trying to get certified and everything. So, um, yeah, if you need certified, go to get your ass certified. Dot gov. Dot com. Dot gov. Dot gov. Yeah. We actually did. We did a rebranding. It's dot edu now. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So go to get you, get certified dot edu. Um, sign in with your school email. Discount for students. Um, students that are in preschool. If you're over that, then the price is actually tripled. Okay. So <laughs> that's a bummer. But yeah, and you and you are doing uh, Oracle certifications too, right? Um, yeah, and actually, I do. Again, I know I plugged them at the beginning. Oracle. Uh, all, all rights reserved for Jack Callahan. Yes. Um, he yeah, was yeah. the original Oracle. Yes. The man, uh, before any single game of any sporting event is played, he knows the final score. Uh, yeah. And so 
it started with him. He taught me the ways. Yeah. Um, and so I do appreciate that. I just need to need to make sure people know. Oh, that's yeah, that's who, clear. who that's the clear. original Oracle is. So yeah. that's a good call. That's but a good yes, call. but yes, I'm certified. Okay, great, awesome. So uh, people check that all out. You know the info. Uh, new shows every Thursday. Uh, thank you, Oracle. Uh, any any last uh, things of wisdom for anybody that's listening right now? Any advice for them, or can you see into their future? Yeah. So. I, like for the people listening, like I know what people say about job step fans, right? But like you, you guys are pretty good people. You know, you guys, you guys, you're good guys. You're good girls out there. So keep it up. Yeah. Thank you. Appreciate that. Appreciate that. That means a lot. Uh, also, we're going to try to get, uh, Dulé Hill had a nice, uh, from psych had a nice message about job step. Uh, so I'll try to fit that on, uh, this episode or next week's episode. So thank you. Boom, baby. Yeah, and thank you uh, for everybody that listens, went to the trip, all that kind of stuff. The show has ended. Be gone. Now you know you got to go. Peace. This is Yasin.